and welcome to Masculine Mastery, a show dedicated to helping men open their hearts, rise into their greatness, and liberate their most alive, awakened, and authentic selves. My name is Christopher August, and I invite you to join me each week alongside some of today's most respected thought leaders, where we'll be diving deep into a wide range of topics to support the evolution of masculinity and the consciousness of this planet. Good to be back for another episode of the Masculine Mastery Podcast. And today I am joined for the fourth time with my dear brother Sean Graves. I feel like we can do pretty much every episode together. We have so much to talk about. And this one was no different as we dove deep into our journeys of actually leaving behind our corporate jobs and embarking on our soul's journey. Now, I know there's a lot of people listening to this right now that feel stuck, that feel stagnant, that feel trapped within the confines of their job, of what they do, and they are looking for an alternative path. They're looking to pursue their higher purpose. They're looking to live their passions, and I know this isn't an always easy thing to do, especially when we are receiving a consistent paycheck. When we feel safe and secure within our jobs. But really, what Sean and I break down in this podcast is talking about actually stepping into your destiny and what that takes. Now, this has been a very long process, this has been a very challenging journey. But in this episode, we share our catalysts, what brought us to the point of of leaving everything behind to get to know ourselves at the deepest of levels, to understand why we are here and how we can best serve the world. And so this podcast, this conversation was extremely meaningful as we shared both of our stories. And so really the invitation for you listening to this right now, if you are in that position where you feel like you're at a crossroad You feel that you're at this point of transition that you know that something is missing missing, and you know that you are here for something bigger, then listen carefully. And perhaps in this episode, perhaps in this conversation, you will receive the permission slip and the courage to begin charting your path towards your higher purpose. And before we get into the episode, I just want to let you know that there is still some slots available to join Sean and I this January, January 29th, 2023, for the Elemental 7-Day Hawaii Men's Retreat. And perhaps this will be your catalyst. Perhaps this is the invitation that you need to step beyond the limitations to step beyond the fears and really begin to step into your power, into your purpose, into your potential. This seven-day retreat is going to be one epic experience filled with nature immersions, filled with workshops, breathwork, sound healing, plant medicine, and amazing community, amazing food. And perhaps from this experience, if you decide to say yes to yourself and to this experience, it could be the game changer. It could be the catalyst that gets you over the hump and be, and helps you to begin living the life that you've always dreamed of. So if you are interested and you want to join Mr. Sean Graves and I, you can go on over to masculinemastery.co slash elemental to get all of the details, all of the links, everything is also in the show notes and Perhaps we'll see you on the other side. And with that being said, if you like this podcast, you enjoy the conversations, you enjoy this conversation, please consider following, subscribing, rating the podcast, Apple, Spotify. We'd love to hear from you and deeply, deeply appreciate you and look forward to hopefully seeing you in Hawaii. Much love. Talk to you soon. See you on the other side of this podcast. 
All right, everybody, we are back for another episode of the Masculine Mastery Podcast. And today I'll have my brother, Sean Graves, on once again with, uh, with me as we dive into a very uh, interesting discussion around exiting the matrix, as well as the corporate world and some of the worlds that we've been in ourselves and really what's that, what, what that process has been like for the both of us. And, you know, I first would love to hear from you about sort of your process and, and where things are for you, where you were before and how that journey has taken place for you. Because I know a lot of men right now, perhaps even listening to this, are sort of in that in-between world. You're at a crossroad right now. You're kind of like, my soul is not in the work that I'm doing. In fact, that's most of the time it's like really soul sucking and I'm not feeling the energy behind what I'm doing in life. I'm not feeling the energy behind the work that I'm doing, just going to this job, living in this hamster wheel, nine to five in and out and really not having that time to give your true gifts to the world, to live your higher purpose in life. And so this is what this conversation is all about. It's all about really helping you to decode, number one, this process of of leaving these comforts of a consistent paycheck behind, these comforts of of going to work, but yet not feeling satisfied in what you're doing, and then stepping into a new level of being and a new level of living in in your life. And so we want to just talk about this process in detail, and uh, hopefully you'll take along. So welcome, brother. Uh, it's good to have you back. Uh, psyched as always to be on here, man. And yeah, what's coming up for me? Just to begin here, when you talk about exiting the matrix, you know, maybe you've heard that term a lot in different ways. To me, where I'm at now, it's like, it's really your own mind. It's it's the matrix of your own mind, which is constructed in a prison-like way, meaning that it's, you're mostly just conditioning. Very little of, of who you are, who we are is authentic, just true energy, true presence. Um you know, where you're making a choice based on what's in alignment for you, individually, uniquely you. And it's it's really, it's a construct of your own ego that keeps you in that prison. And then all the outer world is a reflection of that. So your job, the relationships, the things that you're doing, all coming from that ego construct. And the job, jobs were set up that way from the beginning to lull you into that sense of comfort and sense of purpose. Like, okay, I'm doing something, I'm earning money, I'm taking care of my family, I'm supporting myself. But ultimately, and, and you know what, I'll say this, that worked for, for a time, right? Like that was a part of our evolution as, as, uh, as humanity, but it doesn't work anymore. And that's why so many people are feeling that hole, that gap, that sense of like, I, this isn't what I'm here for, this isn't what I'm meant to be doing. But yet I feel like I, there's no way I can get out of it. It's like most of my time goes there. And then when I get home, there's no energy left. I just like, I just need to get something to eat, veg out, decompress and process all the shit that happened today at that job. And that's the hamster wheel. And then the weekend comes along and you're like, holy shit, I just want to have fun. I just want to like kick back, relax. I need to get like chores done around the house. I need to get my personal life stuff that I couldn't do during the week because I didn't have space. All of that is designed purposely to keep you exactly there. Or or I want to fucking party and go crazy, you know, to release all of the tension and energy that's been built up through the totally. week. Because I know that's where I was and totally. we'll share about that yeah, later. Yeah. So, so um, I guess in a nutshell, my process with that is like I started that world when I was about 22 or 23. And I knew right away that it was like my soul knew this is this is not it. This is not what I'm meant to be doing. This is not what I, and it's funny because like it never really worked. I didn't get promoted a lot of times and people would go ahead of me and I'm like, what's going on here? And I would just look around and see the the lack of authenticity in the office and how people were wearing all these masks and just questioning everything that people were doing. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? But yet everyone around me was doing it and that just seemed to be the normal thing for that time period of my life. And it was like, you're making some money, so that kind of feels good. You can support yourself. So you kind of build an ego thing around that. <clears throat> but I think uh, 
for me, just like showing up there every day and just leaving with that emptiness and leaving with that sense of like, is this what I'm going to do the rest of the time? Like, you know, I'm starting this process of getting to know myself. And the more that I do that, the more I'm confronted with like, holy shit, if this isn't it, what is? And the idea of leaving this behind, which is the story that I've been told from the beginning of like, this is what you do. You go to school go to college, you get an entry-level job, you kind of work your way up, and you get a career. And that's just how it is. And that story goes so deep. Like if you really sit with yourself and look at the influence and like how deeply that narrative gets driven, um, it all that's another reason why it makes it so hard to get out of it because you believe it so much that that's all that there is. So then when you start to crack open and you start to – come away from that narrative, um, it leaves you feeling naked and vulnerable and scared. And it brings up all of your shit, which is the hero's, the beginning of the hero's journey when you start to do that. And then, so for me, like my soul was getting sucked out. I went to Peru when I was 26 and that was like the, the game changer, the thing that broke everything open. I sat in seven nights of an ayahuasca ceremony. I came back, looked at my computer as it was rebooting and I could see myself in the reflection of the black screen. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? If I, if I die next week, I'm going to be so unhappy that I accepted this and I allowed this to be my reality. Like I'm so much more than this. And I, and I'm, I need to find another way. Stayed in that job for like another four months. It was really difficult. I was taking the train into work every morning, packed full with other adults going to jobs that they hated, miserable, we're all crammed together. The energy and vibration of that to start my day every single day was so brutal. And so like, but again, you get used to it. You start to adapt. You start to cope with these shitty things that you're feeling in these environments to protect yourself. And you can you get to a point where you convince yourself and like hypnotize yourself that it's okay, this is what it is. I need to just deal with it. And I got to a point where I was like, I need, I need to jump out. I, I can't do this anymore. But my mind was like, you need a plan. You need to figure out the next step, blah, 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 blah. And I could hear my ego getting super loud with that. And my soul came in and was like, all right, you need to quit and just move across the country and take the savings that you have and just trust yourself, see what happens. And I did that. I did that. And it, and I, and I want to, Again, there's a million things I could say to this, but I, I will make this last point. When I did that, I had the sense of more freedom than I've ever felt in my life. And I, I had this excitement, this elation, this like, holy shit, my life is wide open. And it felt amazing. And I was on the beach and swimming in the ocean in California every day. But then after like, a, like three weeks, that high came down and my programming started to kick back in. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what the next step is. I don't know how to support myself without getting just sucked right back into that matrix. And that led me to living broken homeless out of my car for a while, <laughs> which was always a huge fear that I had. And I think a lot of people have that fear of like, if I quit my job, I'm gonna end up homeless on the street and like everything's gonna go to shit. That kind of happened for me. But that was all part of my evolution that my soul made me go through to burn through the belief systems that were not working anymore, the, the ways that I saw myself, the level of worthiness that I had about myself, and, and also to open me up to receive. So I had to ask people for help because I, I saw myself as an independent man and support, being able to support myself. And that was always a difficult thing for me to ask for help in any way. And life is like, all right, well, now you're going to have to ask people for a lot of help because you need it. And we orchestrated this for you to learn that. And so it was like this whole thing and it got me to where I am now. But yeah, I want to, I want to throw this over to you, Chris, just, I just, for this part, I'll just, that was my story in a nutshell of like going from a few different companies in the tech space, special effects software, kind of cool, like somewhat interesting, but ultimately I knew in my bones in my, in my being, that's not what I was here for. So I, I, made a very powerful choice to disengage from that and, and leap into the unknown. Mm. 
Yeah, I think uh, your story is really powerful in many ways because, you know, there's so many layers to it. And of course, we can explore different layers as we as this conversation goes on. But really, you know, I think the biggest thing that holds us back from doing anything or taking any step forward is the conditioning, right, that we we have. And, and the conditioning being the societal values of getting, you know, going to school, getting a high education, going and then getting a job as a result of that, getting promoted, climbing the ladder, and then ultimately being at the top, whether you're a manager or, you know, you're president and you're making all of this money at, at this corporation, then you can, okay, it's time to let go and retire and live my life. But like that model of living is really it's really confining. And I think more of now our generation as millennials are starting to understand that and figure that out. Whereas, you know, sort of our parents and the baby boomers, it's more like, okay, well, this is what I was told. So this is what I'm going to do. I'll spend the next 30, 40 years at this company. And then, you know, we'll just call it a day. But I think for us now, it's like, no, fuck that. That's that that doesn't work for us. And uh, I think it's time to rewrite the script here of what we've been told. And I think the most important thing that we can do is question all of that, all of the values, all of the beliefs, all of the things that we've been told and taught throughout our lives. And I think the responsibility that we all have as you know, at least in our generation is to kind of tear that down and to rework some things. And for me, it was kind of, you know, similar in many ways to you where, you know, I, I went to school and I ended up getting a master's degree. I, I, I got a degree in business leadership. I was genuinely interested in leadership. But of course, you know, the models of leadership taught within the academia is more hierarchical and, you know, that sort of way of, and I don't get me wrong. I learned a lot through that process and I was, I took away a lot of valuable things and on paper, of course, yeah, it looks great. I have a master's degree, graduated top of my class. Wonderful. I was also working at the same time and, you know, being called upon upon higher ups and people, you know, at this uh, company I was working at to lead different initiatives. So it felt good to my ego, right? I'm 22, 23, 24, you know, really just young, but also climbing my way up earning good money, getting steady paychecks, getting a new car, living in a nice apartment in the city, partying on the weekend. So all the good things, you know, women, all of the things that really most of us at that age would would desire. And of course, on paper, looking really fucking good, but internally really suffering and feeling really fucking empty. And for me, it's like, where was the disconnect? It was the disconnect of doing something that I didn't really like sitting behind a desk. Um, sure. Like having good interactions, maybe winning some prizes for doing something cool <laughs> at work, but it's like, you know, that's how they kind of, <laughs> yeah, they entice you to stay. It's like, Oh, we'll give you, we'll give you this ticket to the bills game or to the say I grew up in Buffalo, you know, wonderful. We'll give you a night out on the town. Great. So it's like these golden handcuffs that keep people kind of stuck. Oh, I'm getting a paycheck and I'm getting these prizes. But for me, that just never really worked. And I felt this disconnect with my values. And the biggest thing that I felt was like, okay, I knew since I've been a little boy that I was here to make waves of change and impact. And that was very apparent to me. But I also numbed myself out throughout the years internally and disconnected from really my own intuition and began doing all of the things that I thought was right because that's what people told me. But really what started to become super fucking transparent was okay, I want to make a difference in the world. I want to, I want to help people. I want to live free. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I always had sort of this thing against, you know, authority. And this was even in school as well. It's like, I, no, like I want to live the way I want to live. I don't want to be told the way I have to do this process or do this thing. And it's kind of like that, that rebel mentality. And of course that can be a little bit imbalanced as well. But, you know, for me, it was like, no, I, I want to live my life the way I want to live it. And so, you know, that led me to ultimately, you know, through a series of, of serendipitous and synchronistic events of finding the Peace Corps and, and applying and, and getting in and, and then, you know, quitting my job a year later to move to Tanzania, Africa, where I spent two years of my life in a very small village, um, you know, no electricity, no modern amenities. So very, very drastic shift, no constant paycheck. I was working 
to help these people, but most importantly, they were very much helping me and what I received from them was so, so valuable. But the point is, is that I made this major shift. It's like, all right, I'm done and I'm going to go explore myself. And the way for me personally, that, that sort of manifested was to move across the world was to live in a, in a deeply, deeply uncomfortable situation, you know, not knowing the language, not being familiar with, with primal living. And so that really uh, was the beginning of my own hero's journey. And of course, through there, like you had explained, you know, some shit came up, you know, you're you for you living out of your car and homeless for me living in this middle of the village, like, what am I doing? Um, You know, all the questions, all the fears that were surfacing during that time. But, you know, really what this journey is all about is how deep can you go into that and the courage to do so. So, you know, I'll stop there. But, you know, both both these stories, you know, in both of our experiences, it required a level of courage and commitment and, and a way to be like, okay. I want to change, but I need to take responsibility for this because nobody's going to fucking do it for me that I got to take responsibility for my life and do something that maybe a lot of people might be scared to do, but something that I know deep, deep within the fire of my soul that I need to take action right now. And and that's that's the power that we all have. But you know, that, that programming and conditioning will creep up and it will tell you, no, 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 no. You should stay where you are, be comfortable and do all of that. And, and the last thing I'll say here before I pause is that this conversation is not a, um, we're not trying to give you the ticket and say, Hey, you should quit your job today, leave and do this. No, like really feel into this, but feel where the disconnect is feel where you want to go. What are the values you want to connect to? And then make that leap, take that decision. Because like Sean said earlier, you don't know when your last breath is going to be. And so, you know, it's really important to get clear on your values, your passions, where your vision, where you want to head, and then take the leap towards that. And sometimes that takes, that means quitting your job and taking some risks, but ultimately the journey is going to lead you back home to your heart and to your soul and, and living in alignment with, with who you truly are. Totally. And I'm glad, I'm glad that you brought up that last part and that's important. It's like whenever you're taking in information or listening to conversations like this, it's like, take what, what resonates for you. There's something here for you to receive. Like, what is it that's lighting you up? What is it that is resonating with the truth of your experience? And then things that aren't, you discard that, but like you just collect what feels right for you. And if you are someone that's needing the extreme route like I did, great. That's what your soul is guiding you to. But if you're someone who is, um, you know, starting to first look at these things, it's a a slow process. It's like you have to give yourself enough time. You have to be patient with yourself. And one of the points I wanted to make too around the conditioning, this was so real for me. When I got out into the world and I had, for the first time, I didn't have to be anywhere. I didn't have to do anything. I had some savings. So it was like, I was just in the wild west. I recognized in that space how fucking conditioned I was for not making any of my own choices and and not ever making my own decisions. I was living my life essentially just following orders from other people you know, society. I, I showed up at a job or it's like, all right, here's your tasks. Here's what you do. Okay, cool. I got it. There we, there we go. And then I get home and the decision is like, what am I having for dinner tonight? What am I watching on TV? You know, what sports do I want to play during the week? What's my exercise going to be today? No big life decisions, no like decisions on getting to know myself and my values and my and crafting my vision and like starting to prioritize what's the most important thing in my life and and starting to know myself deeper none of that and then on the weekends it's like it's like what you know your friend you ask your friends what they're doing like hey what's the plan what what do we got going on for the weekend and then that's that's a slow roll and then the years go by it's the same thing and then 10 years goes by and then 15 years goes by and maybe you you get married maybe you have a kid or two but ultimately you're in the same process and you have to ask yourself like am i really making any decisions in my life for me pretty much no and dude that fucking hurt to realize that i cuz it made me 
I like had to confront how weak that I felt and how stupid I felt and how I, I was like, I don't even know how to make choices for me that are important. I feel like I have to get it from somebody else. And dude, that one took a while to decondition. And I never would have known the level of it until I jumped out, which is why it was part of my process. But um, I wanted to I wanted to speak to that because it can what I see, I felt it for myself, but also what I see with other people is they maybe take the extreme route at first. They jump out of the matrix and then all that shit comes up, the fear, the doubt, all of that. And then they jump right back in. They're like, nope. And they don't face off with those things that you have to face off with. It's the hero's journey. You have to confront those parts of yourself, those conditioned, egoic constructs within you So, in order to get to liberation. And the next point of that is it's like, this is a spiritual journey. Being, being an entrepreneur, and I know you can attest this too, Chris, obviously, this is a, this is a spiritual journey through and through. This is, this is you facing off with you. This is you recognizing that there is a universe inside of you and your thoughts, your words, your actions, the way that you see yourself, the way that you view the world, your attitude towards all of those things is the reality that you're experiencing. And for most of us, that is a very limited, narrow band of frequency, of energy that we could be playing in that was given to us since birth. And now it's our job to take responsibility, to, to pull ourselves out of that, get the support we need with other people who are going through that so that we don't feel alone because that just makes it way worse. But you have to, from your small self story, you know, the little me consciousness, little me, oh, I'm Sean. I used to work in tech and I played these sports and I had these life experiences, these traumas. That's my little me story. As part of this process to come out of the matrix, you have to connect to your spirit, to your soul. You have to connect with source, with God, with whatever that power is that you call, that you connect to. Um, all that is, great spirit, whatever. Um, this process requires you to make the connection with that and to start to see yourself as that, to start to recognize the divine nature of who you truly are because if you try to stay in your ego, if you try to stay in your small self-awareness through this process, you're going to get worked because it's like you're going to be in survival. You're going to be constantly just like worried about yourself and like me, 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 me. And how am I going to fix this? How am I going to survive this? How am I going to make this work? How am I going to you know make money, whatever? All the awareness is on your small story. So that's why in Joseph Campbell's uh, Hero's Journey folklore and mythology, it's all about that process. It's all about journeying away from your small story of who you've been into the vastness of your infinite nature. Mm. Very well said. And, you know, I think the other, the other aspect that I really wanted to touch on, which was talking about the extremes, I think that sometimes uh, you know what? I want to, I won't bullshit here. Like I want to say that like extremes are extremes are almost necessary because the extremes, which are extremes to me or you or anybody else might be different. It's the way we perceive it, right? Like an extreme to me was fucking quitting, living and moving all the way across the world to Africa, you know? So like that's an extreme. And I think most people might consider that extreme, but your extreme and your edge might be different than mine. But really, I feel that we almost need to test those limits because once we test the edges of our own consciousness, our own psyche and our own life, then we open up to, again, the, the vistas within. But because and through that journey, what transpires through that is sure suffering is struggle is the things that we've held on to for so long and it really requires us to confront all of ourselves and that's something that i believe unconsciously and subconsciously why people don't take those risks why they don't live on the extremes because they want to stay cozy to some degree but the way that i perceive life and the way that i know you perceive life is that like really we're bullshitting ourselves if we're not doing that because really the goal, the purpose of this life is to heal, grow and evolve. And the only way to fully evolve is to step out of 
the the programming, the brainwashing, the 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 conditioning that we've been subjected to and step into a new reality. But again, the bigger the vision, the bigger the challenges that you're going to face. And I mean, this is several years of challenges that both you and I have faced. I mean, when I left, that was 2013. You know, I got back in 2015 after having faced off with myself by myself in the middle of nowhere, uh, but still continued to have to face off with myself. Then I wanted to start a business. And like you said, the the entrepreneurial journey is an extremely spiritual journey. There's a lot of beautiful yet very challenging lessons when you're wanting to tap into your creative potential, because that's really at the core of what we're talking about here is that we are moving from a way of living in which we've been told this is exactly the route. This is the path we need to follow to the path of tapping into our own life force, our own potential that's within. And through that process requires excavation. But when we tap into our creative potential, that wants to be, then be expressed into the world. And that's what Sean and I are both doing is expressing our creativity in whatever way that takes shape, whether it's this podcast, whether it's the retreats we're running, like that is our own you know, self-expression and what lights us up our own excitement. So it's then tapping into that uh, flow of energy, which takes time, which takes a lot of a lot of time to face who you truly are. And, and that, again, is not always an easy process. But once you do, you realize the highs, the lows, everything in between. That is the reward. It's the journey that you take. It's not so much the end goal. Sure, this podcast is a manifestation of an idea I had. Sure, the retreat that Sean and I are hosting is a manifestation of, of something that we truly want to birth into the world. But like it takes it takes a lot to go into that space. And I think that's another really important point to make is, yeah, it's, it's the journey. It's the journey. Yeah. And your specific challenge, even though like we'll oftentimes share similar things that we go through as we start to unplug and decondition from the old stories and the, the ways of that things were, it's unique for all of us. And so those challenges and those fires that you are put under as you go through that, through that process is, is where you learn who you, who you are and you learn, you know, it's like a, it's like a curriculum of life. It's like earth. I always look at earth as a school, like life on earth is a, is very much like a school and each of us has a curriculum and challenges and, and, you know, as, um, a guy I love, Peter Crone, talks about, you know, we all have these pre-constraints as we come in that we're meant to alchemize, that we're meant to move through. And that's that's like a big part of our purpose. So it's like the thing that feels most challenging to you and the most heavy and difficult is what your purpose is a lot of times. Because then when you go through that and you, you get yourself through that fire and on the other side, um, you will then feel inspired to share that with others who are about to go through that process or maybe are in that same fire, similar fire that you were in. And that's kind of how evolution, how life, how God has like set this all up. It's like, you know, you can come here and it's like the, the prodigal son story. People are familiar with that in, in the Bible. And it's like the prodigal son who has it all left the castle to go out into the world to explore his ego to do all the ego things and recognize he was miserable. And then he came back home and, um, repented and said, like, I've, I've seen the truth because I've gone out and I've, I've recognized like, this is not who I am. And, um, it's like, that's, that's what we're, that's what we're doing. We've gone down the path of, of the ego of what society told us we, who we should be, who we are, what things, the way that things are is what it is. And we're recognizing like, okay, that's, that's not it. And as we go through our own individual process, like that's where our story starts to get written, our true story that we came here for. And you don't know it until you start to say yes to it. until you, until you take those big leaps into the unknown, until you, uh, pull yourself out of the addiction of comfort and convenience and mediocrity. You know, I think a lot of people see themselves as, Oh, it's just me. What impact can I make? What could I possibly difference? Can I possibly have in the world? Like, it's just me. I'm just going to go through my life. 
and they convince themselves that that's it. And that's like, it's okay for that. And I want to say it's not okay. You're not, there's nothing about you that's mediocre. Mediocre. You're an expression of all that is your infinite consciousness condensed into a, a, a body for a temporary experience. It's like, why would you not want to discover everything that's in there? And when you do that, it's like you're, you, there's no limit to the impact that you could have because your, your vibration starts increasing, your energy starts to reach a lot more people. And I can just tell you, like, you'll have, you have no idea by you saying yes to this process, the lives that you're going to touch in ways that you could never imagine. The, the things that are going to come through you because you're now open to receive them, life is going to put so much goodness and energy through you, so much light through you to touch other people because you've allowed it to come through. Most people are not allowing it because they're in that, that mental prison. They're in that construct of the small self where it's like little me, you know, victimhood, um, complacency, all that stuff. And as we shed those layers we we now can hold the capacity to serve in such a greater way. We start to get guidance from within. We start to intuitively know what to do. And growing up in a world where we're trained to be in our left brain and to take orders and to think our way through problems, uh, which by the way, we can't do because we're just drawing on memory from the brain. And if we have a problem we haven't had before, there's no solution in our memory for that. So that drives us insane. That solution is going to come from your soul. It's going to come from life pouring it through you when you're open to finally fucking getting it. And that's another part of the deconditioning process is um, to stop taking orders and to open yourself up, get out of your head into your heart and start feeling and start to access your intuition. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the key to it all really at the end of the day, if we were to boil it down, it's like opening a closed heart and just living from that space of an open heart to the best of your ability. And that's really what this journey is all about at the end of the day. And through that open heart, you impact people, you know, without even speaking words, sometimes just being who you are, being in your authenticity and all of that. And it's something that, you know, Sean and I are continuing to unravel as we move on our own journeys. It's not to say that we're arriving at this place right now, that we've, we, we know it all, you know, because we certainly don't, and we're still discovering more parts of ourselves and then learning how to express that fully. And, um, we can just say from our journey, from, from really taking this route and from deciding to say yes to our soul, that this is what's transpired for us. And, you know, everybody's journey is going to look a little bit different, but at the end of the day, what is the same? It's literally just the requirement of us to peel back the layers and to let go of all of the energy, the, the stories, the judgments, the attachments that we hold within and allow life to take us. And that is the true process of surrender and trusting that. And that is, uh, you know, what we all, what we all came here for. And, and I feel like, you know, if you're a man listening to this or anybody else listening to this, you know, if you're kind of on that edge right now and you're like, man, I, I, I'm resonating with all of the words that you guys are saying, I'm resonating with the stories that you shared, but I just don't know what to do. Just ask yourself one question. And this is a question I've had to ask myself over and over again. Ask yourself, what does my soul want me to know today? And that question alone, and it might take a little while for you to receive the full answer of it because it really requires us to kind of get quiet and just take some deep breaths. And maybe you want to grab a journal and write it out. What does my soul want me to know today? And, you know, through that process, repeatedly doing that, you'll start to receive the answers to where you need to be next, getting out of the mind and getting into the heart. And that is the key to it all. Mm -hmm. And, and people listening to, I just want you to also contemplate this, right? Ask yourself, how much space do I have? Am I giving myself to receive something beyond what I've had so far? Because for many of us, like I said, you're in that job all day. You come home, you make dinner, you put on the TV because you're just so drained from everything you had to do and being unhappy and unfulfilled most of the day. 
when are you intentionally taking space to maybe just sit with yourself and be quiet and, and say to life, say to the universe, like, all right, show me what I need to know. Um, and, or just like slow yourself down enough to maybe get some new ideas, get divinely inspired, receive what it is that you're needing intuitively. So many people don't ever give themselves the space for that. And that's a huge part of this process. You have to be very intentional and even just take five minutes or 10 minutes at the end and the beginning of your day to tune in, ask that question that you said, and then just listen to what wants to come through. A lot of times you listen and it'll be your own mind being like, I got to do this and then blah, 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 blah. And, but that'll clear out after a few minutes and then you get to a, a more silent place and then like thing you can start to hear the conversation of your soul, which is like very subtle, soft, truthful, feels loving. It, it feels like a knowing. It feels like a knowing. And I, I think this is an important point. We're, we're coming from a place within our consciousness where we doubted ourselves, And this is part of the small self ego construct. You doubt yourself you question yourself, you you don't believe in yourself. And when you start to go on this journey, it's 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 and this is what's depicted in the Matrix movies, right? Neo starts off when he unplugs and he takes the the blue pill or the red pill. Um and he's like he's terrified. He's so scared. He tries to jump off that building and he and he falls and fucking lands on the ground and dies. Like because he doesn't he doesn't know who he is yet, but he's starting the process. And that whole journey that he goes through, to me, is the archetype. It's the, it's the uh, parable of what we're all doing. It's like you get to that place of doubting yourself and still thinking you're little me to then getting to the knowingness of your divine true self. And that's the point when Neo looks at the Smith bot or Agent Smith and he knows who he is for the first time. And Agent Smith, who who is like the Matrix, who is the ego construct that's trying to keep you in that small self-awareness. It's the society that wants to keep you in that small self-awareness can see it in his face. And he's like, Oh shit, this guy knows who he is. And then they start firing the bullets and he just calmly puts his hand up and all the bullets just drop to the ground. There's no doubt. It's all knowing. He knows exactly who he is, what he's capable of. And there's nothing that can fuck with him because the illusions and the temptations from the material world no longer have a pull on you. You no longer identify with them in that way. You, you're, you're in the world, but not of it, as an expression a lot of people have heard. And that's what this is. Like that matrix story depicts that so beautifully. It's, the, it's, it's that journey. And you're no longer doubting yourself. You're no longer doubting your worth. You know that you are a, an expression of source consciousness and there's things within you that are meant to be expressed in this world that have never been done before that only you can do and that people are needing there's a medicine in your heart that others are needing and your challenges and your most difficult things are helping you to excavate that antidote that medicine from deep within you to then share with the people around you and you will not know what that is until you say yes to it and until you embrace the curriculum that earth school is giving you that your soul has given you for this incarnation this short time that we're in these bodies as you know little sean and here's what i'm here to do and uh the doubt starts to flow away and you start to coming to this place like it's like a paradox right it's like you you don't know shit but you know at the same time right like you know who you are you, it's like that, that, um, mantra that Paul Selig shares with the guides that I love. It's like, I know who I am in truth. I know what I am in truth and I know how I serve in truth. And like, even just repeating those words in your mind can put you in that vibration of knowingness because the divine only knows the divine. God doesn't second guess. God doesn't doubt. God doesn't fear. God doesn't like, he's not uncertain. And so if you're an expression of creation of that, then if you start to not doubt yourself and you start to be certain in who you are, you're emulating the creator. You're emulating the qualities of source. And then therefore your, your life around you will start to respond to that because everything's vibration. And that's when you start to get on this path of beauty and loving yourself and 
holding your ego as it goes through its process because it's very tough for the ego to go through this and it needs support. It needs love and compassion and patience instead of beating yourself up and instead of like doing what you were conditioned to do by your dad of like yelling at yourself, being angry, punishing yourself, being guilty, shameful, all that starts to melt away as you emulate the the fruits of the spirit, right? Like kindness, joy, compassion, patience, love. Those, those are the things that start to shift your entire reality when you can start to embody those qualities. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that's, uh, you know, that, that process within itself, I think the other thing to note there is like having other people involved with you. And, and that's what, that's what Sean and I are all about is creating more community, creating more support during that process, because, you know, perhaps you've already, you know, had a, an awakening of sorts and you realize that life is not what it seems and that you want something more, but something is missing from your life and you're ready to take that step. So that's kind of where Sean and I come into the, into play here and, and what we're excited about creating is is experiences for people that are ready to take that step um, or perhaps you already have but you're still feeling kind of lost or stuck so um, you know one thing that I want to leave on this note and and I this conversation obviously can go deeper in many ways and we can pick apart subjects about different things we've gone through but to kind of just recap everything and to bring it into full circle is that Sean and I are going to be you know, having a retreat at the end of January, January 29th to February 5th in, in the big island of Hawaii at this pristine three acre property, all nature, coming together with a group of men to really get to know ourselves deeper, to really excavate some of the emotional tension, the stagnant energy that we hold within and to get to know ourselves, um, really our purpose, our power, all the things that we hold within the wisdom, our own intuition, our own hearts, and really through the process of breathing, of of sound, of using the power of plants, of movement, of of hiking through waterfalls, up volcanoes, you know, all of the things that we have planned for this retreat, you know, this is the opportunity that is perhaps the bridge for you that you want to walk to and walk across. And then discover from that point what those next steps might be. But this is an opportunity, I think, that is once in a lifetime and something that we feel that we wish we had at that time. And I know you went to Peru and I went to Africa, but, you know, just a space like this where where men can come together in a safe, supportive container to, to really heal and to expand themselves to greater levels. So I'm really excited about this. And if you guys are wanting to know more about that, um, you can go to masculinemastery.co and you can go under experiences and find elemental there. That's the name of the retreat. It's a seven day retreat. And, uh, I'm, I'm fucking stoked for it, man. It's going to be really, really epic. Yeah, man. There, I mean, there just couldn't be a better opportunity where like, if you find yourself, Maybe you've been a little stagnant. Maybe you've just been sort of like accepting your the way things have been, even though you're not happy about it and you know there's way more for you. You've just kind of like talked yourself into being okay with things being shitty and and your life being the way that it is. Like this is such a um a beautiful a beautiful opportunity to leap into the unknown. And to give yourself an experience, like there is so much potential in this experience itself for you to have a quantum leap in your life, for this to be the experience that catalyzes everything for you. It's like everything we've we've learned on our long journey through all this stuff is condensed into this week. It's it's everything we've learned. It's it's the in, in a lot of ways, it's like yeah, it's the hero's journey packed into a week. And of course you'll integrate that afterwards, but like that this I promise you will plant a seed that you will remember the rest of your life and will bear fruits for the rest of your life if you say yes to it. And this could be the catalytic event like you had going to Africa, like I had going to Peru. This this is that for people. I, I know that in my heart that some people who come to this will experience that. And um, I'm just really interested and psyched to see the type of men that are going to 
resonate with this and find themselves in that space. And we're going to go deep together. It's going to be fucking epic. We're gonna, it's going to be, uh, the, the adventure, the, the connection, the play, the, um, the deep journeying, the experiences you've never had before. It's all there. And, uh, you, your body will know, your soul will know if this is something that's that you're needing, the medicine that you're looking for. So just just listen to that. If any of the words struck you in this podcast or other stuff we've put out, um, that's who we want in, in this space. We want to find men who are a fuck yes to all of this, and we're all in it together. We're all expanding each other, and we're all on the same team in that way. Team Earth, like team humanity. Let's evolve. Let's Let's heal the planet. Let's become all that we're meant to be and affect future generations, the people around us, and, and create a, a much more beautiful world, create heaven on earth. Like We all get to support each other and stand in that together, and I think there's nothing more I want to do other than that, than be in spaces like that with people. So it's for sure my highest joy, and I'm super grateful for everything in my life that has led to um, – being able to to do this and especially with you chris and and the connection we have and i'm just like so looking forward to that it's going to be amazing yeah well said and so yeah again if you're interested we're going to be kicking off 2023 end of january 29th to february 5th for the seven day retreat and uh we hope that each of you can join us there's only going to be about 10 to 14 people right in that range that we're going to be accepting. So it's going to be a very small group, but a, a group, a very powerful group in which we're able to support everybody that comes into that space with us. So if you're interested, go and apply, fill out an application. It's very short. It'll only take you a couple minutes. Go on over to masculinemastery.co under experiences. You'll see elemental and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys on the other side. And with that being said, so much love and appreciation to you, brother. Thanks for the conversation today. And of course, look forward to many more in the future. Yes, sir. Thank you for dropping in with me again, man. Much love to you and who you are. And uh, I, I've been the expression that keeps coming through. It's like we're just getting started. We're just getting going. So whoever is, whoever is in that place, come with us. Let's do it.